Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. This week, I'm excited to sit down with my business bestie, Kendra Swalls, as we dive into some of the insights of growing our own business and some of the struggles we faced along the way. These monthly episodes are going to help guide you through the world of entrepreneurship. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello there, and welcome back to the Business Besties podcast. Hi, Katie. I am so happy to be recording with you because even though uh, it, we're so far away normally, we are so close for this recording. Technically, we're in the same building, same <laughs> condo, but I had to go hide in a room so that we didn't have echo. But you're through the wall, <laughs> at least. <laughs> well, and this is the fun thing is we were able to kind of brainstorm this podcast episode together in person, in real life. And I think that we came up with maybe four other new podcast ideas that we could do, not for not for business or entrepreneurship or or any marketing related <laughs> podcasts, but, uh, you know, what, what was it like? Uh, is the, this is that actor dead or alive? Old movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we're gonna watch oh, old yeah. movies yeah. together and comment on them. I forgot like, to see them as an adult. <laughs> I forgot the dead or alive segment. That was pretty funny. Um, no, yeah, we were watching. Um, we watched Grease last night, and we watched Pretty Woman last night, and we were like, we should do a podcast on the commentary of old movies that you rewatch as an adult and it has a totally different view on it because it's very entertaining. It really is. Um, and I think too, it, throughout the entire thing, it, it just got more and more fun saying like, wait a second, that person has to be at least 35. Um, I think it was for Cha-Cha and like looking up like, oh no, they were even oh older. So, um, it, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So maybe coming to a podcast near you someday, we will have another fun uh, watching movies when you were a kid, when you were older, uh, <laughs> podcast for you. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what else we'll come up with on this trip? We are here together in Steamboat um, at your little mountain condo, mountain escape, and we're hanging out for a few days. So the it's we're only on day one. Who knows what else we'll come up with before I'm out of here and. <laughs> We may have some ideas that make it and some that we're like, what were we thinking? <laughs> Maybe that should just be a whole thing. What were we thinking? That'll be the name of our next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but well, this is the thing, Kendra, is we we've this is our second time doing this. And we've been able to have these little like mountain getaways where we kind of sit back, recharge, talk about goals, do some brainstorming, you know, different business struggles, different uh podcast topics. It's just a big brainstorming fest. And it's nice because there's no distractions. I mean, right now it, in Steamboat, it's uh, not quite, you know, summer, not quite winter. And there's not much to do other than stay inside and try and be productive with work. So that's what we're doing. And that kind of was where we decided to take uh, a this podcast episode, we were talking last night in between, you know, uh, commercial breaks, of course, about different podcast ideas. And I think that this this episode is going to be really beneficial for, for a lot of our listeners. Yeah. So this time, or in this episode, we're talking all about Instagram bios. And I know that we have both had our love-hate relationship with Instagram and going through the trials and tribulations of dealing with Instagram over the last year and all the changes and updates. But honestly, one thing for me that has always been pretty consistent that hasn't really changed is how I 
have optimized my Instagram bio to draw people in. Because really, the main time that people are looking at your bio, and honestly, the only time they're really looking at your feed as a whole, like cohesive picture, is the first time they come across your your. Instagram account, you know, like the people that follow you on a regular basis, like Katie, I followed you for years now. And I can't tell you the last time I really went and looked at your actual like bio and feed because I don't need to, I connect with you in other ways. And so the, your bio is really made for new people that are finding you for the first time that are getting to know what it is that you do. How is this account going to help me? Is this something I really need more of in my life? Is it something, somebody I'm worth following? And so it's really important to make sure that that bio um, draws those people in, tells them exactly what it is that you do and how you can serve them. And it does it in a concise way because they only give us so many characters to use. And that's where the struggle kind of comes in. So let's go through the different parts of your bio and talk about how we can make sure that we're using them to the best of their ability. And let's start with one that is a little bit more of a challenge, which is actually your your Instagram handle. So this isn't necessarily just part of your bio, but I want to kind of touch on the importance of your Instagram handle. I know you changed yours at one point um, from... What was it before what you have it, now? Before it was uh, my next.step.social. Um, because that's the name of my company. My company is Next Step Social Communications. And Next Step Social Communications was too long for a URL or, or for your handle. So I was like, all right, well, I'll do Next Step Social. Well, I was taken. So I was like, all right, well, I'll do uh, Next Step Dot Social. That was also So I mean, like, it was definitely a lot of <laughs> trial and error. And um, this is the thing. So I wanted it to be my company name because, you know, I wanted people to to know that I was an agency, that they could work for me with me for, for done for you social media. But the reason that I shifted away from that, you know, handle in, in addition to it being very difficult to say, like, oh, follow me at next.step.social. Um, the reason I moved away from it was because people were searching my company and my services based on my name. Um, and I do a lot of speaking. I have the podcast and, you know, I, I was doing a lot of uh, clubhouse rooms. I guessed on a lot of podcasts. So really, even though I have next step social communications, people are buying the Katie Brinkley brand. And it was, but I say it like, it was like a no brainer. It was a big decision to change my Instagram handle, uh, because it was moving more down the personal branding side of of content creation, not so much of agency style content creation. But I digress. Yeah. So I did change my handle. So it's I am Katie Brinkley now. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's interesting because like you and I are a little bit different in this in that you went more the personal brand side. And I've debated this multiple times and I always come back to the girl means business handle. Um, and I think for yours, like, I mean, like you said, you had your agency, you had you, who you are as like a speaker, and then you had your podcast, but all of those had different names. You had Next Step Social Communications, you had Rocky Mountain Marketing Podcast, Katie Brinkley, whereas like I've created kind of everything around the Girl Means Business brand. It is my podcast. It is my company name. It is kind of what I, the umbrella that I speak under when I'm talking. I mean, obviously I'm 
Kendra Swalls as, as the speaker, but everything falls under that kind of girl means business brand. And a lot of people find me from the podcast and they come over to Instagram and that's the easiest way for them to find me. So I've stuck with the girl means business um, handle. Now that's not to say that it won't change at some point in the future, but I, when it comes to deciding like, what is it that you want your Instagram handle to be or what should it be? I, a couple of quick tips I always like to give people is one, like you mentioned with yours, you had the little, the dots, you know, next dot, dot step, dot social. You want to make sure it's an Instagram handle that is really easy for people to remember. And if you're adding in any kind of dash or underscore or dot or even like numbers sometimes, it just adds confusion and people aren't going to remember it. So I always say like, imagine that you are saying the name of your Instagram handle over the phone or on a podcast interview or at a networking um, event, you know, even just at a networking event. Exactly. And if, if it's hard for you to even say it, like you're like, okay, it's, um, next underscore step exclamation mark (laughs) dot. (laughs) So like, I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. Okay. Just tell me your name and I'll search by that. So that makes sense that it's, you know, if you don't, if the handle that you really want, that's your company name is not available without adding in all these extra things, it might be better to go with your, your name. Yeah. And just like you said, it, well, go I was going to say too, like, so for me, it was m- smarter for me to go with my name just because of the presence that I've built for the business is it's, it's me. I have employees that, that work for me, but I'm the one making the calls. I'm the, the main point of contact. I mean, so it makes sense for me to, to have it as my name. And with all this, like you were saying too, it ha- you have to be able to say it easily, but also that URL, that handle is SEO searchable. So if I type Katie Brinkley into the little SEO, I'm sorry, the little Instagram search bar at the top of Instagram, there's going to be a number of Katie Brinkleys that populate. Hopefully, since I've been posting the most, I'm the one that populates first. So if someone just says like, I heard this Katie Brinkley person on a podcast or whatever, and they decide they want to go and find me, hopefully they can just go to Instagram and find me that way. Now, if I had it as my next step social uh, handle, then, you know, if they, they were looking for Katie Brinkley, I wouldn't populate. So that handle, it should be either your name, your, your business name, something that's easy to say. So if people go into the search bar and they're looking for you, uh, they can find you or your business very easily. Yeah. And the, the SEO piece is definitely a big, big part of it because you do want it to be searchable. And that's where if you are brand new to Instagram and you're like, I really need to change my handle because I went from having a personal account to now it's my business account. And I, you know, my personal account was um, Suzy Q145. Like, <laughs> and now my business is all about, um, you know, virtual assisting or whatever. You're a virtual assistant company. You might you're looking at changing, I want you to think about what are the key words that people are searching for. If you're a virtual assistant, maybe you have virtual assistant or VA in your handle. Um, so the SEO piece is really important, especially when it comes to handle. And I don't want to stick on the handle piece too long. So let's stay on the whole idea of the SEO piece because the next piece part of your bio that is also searchable and kind of going back to what you were saying, Katie, it is that first, that title line, that bolded black line. That's the very first line of your bio that is also searchable. And so if you're someone like me, where I have my handle is my business name, girl means business. 
but people might be searching for me by my full name. I've put my full name, Kendra Swalls, in that um, that bio line, that title line. The name field. Thank you. Um, And that is where if someone is searching for Kendra Swalls, I will populate because it's in that line. It's also where I put what it is, the title of what I do. So, you know, marketing coach for mompreneurs, or you could put social media manager or virtual assistant. Again, you want to use those words that people are searching for. And this is where I see a lot of people making a mistake is they're putting the same thing that's in their handle. So if my handle is Girl Means Business, I don't need to put Girl Means Business in that first line. If, you're, if your handle is I am Katie Brinkley, you don't need Katie Brinkley in that first line. You're, wait, you know, you're wasting You're losing yeah. valuable space. Exactly. So you want that name field, that title line to really be what are the keywords that people are using to search for what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. And and I think that too, one of the nice things about this is that the, about uh, a year ago, I'll just say like in early 2022, they changed it and you used to only have 35 characters in there. Now it is 80. So you have 80 characters to say your name and what it is that you do. So you can, I mean, I'm not saying to just go and keyword spam everybody, but be strategic, you know, like, like you said, uh, business coach for mompreneurs. If someone types that into Instagram, you'll probably be one of the top people to, to populate there. You know, So be strategic with your name field and say exactly what it is that you do that people could be searching for. Well, and one thing I want to say there too is if you are, I'll just use the example of virtual assistant, okay? There's a ton of virtual assistants on Instagram. If you go right now to your Instagram and I invite you to do this if you're listening. Open up your Instagram, go to the little search feature and type in virtual assistant and you will see a ton of Instagram accounts that pop up that have virtual assistant as part of their searchable text in their bio. And that can also limit you know, your ability to get seen. So if you are a virtual assistant and you are specifically targeting a certain market, so maybe you are a virtual assistant for coaches or you're a virtual assistant for photographers or boutique owners, like get as specific as possible because if someone is going in, they're like, well, for example, with mine, I'm looking for someone that can help me as a mompreneur. If they type in just the word mompreneur, the chances of me showing up in a search are going to be higher because I've used that to specify a little more like narrowly what it is that I do and who I'm targeting. Again, you don't want to just stuff keywords in there, but you do want to be strategic in how you're using that first line because again, that is how people are searching for you. And People are going to, you know, if you're using a really generic term, business coach, social media management, like it's going to get a little bit lost. So the more specific you can be in how you do it or who it's for, or, you know, I see a lot of people who are like, I'm a web designer, but I am specifically a web designer for show it or WordPress. Using those kinds of keywords are going to really help you to stand out and be more likely to show up kind of at the top of a search within Instagram. And I think that too, you know, we're, we're kind of harping on this and, and hopefully driving a point home that people are searching for you. And if you give that Instagram now, it's yes, hashtags don't matter, but they are at moving more towards SEO and previously searched upon 
content. So uh, Kendra and I were talking about this last night, how Meta announced that at this point in time, we're being shown about 15% of content from people that we don't even follow. That number is supposed to double by this time next year. So when we open up Facebook, when we open up Instagram, we are going to be seeing content from 30% of creators that we don't know. So why does that matter with this name field business? If you're content and you're putting out content that has the right keywords in there and your bio and your Instagram bio says all this stuff, your name field says all this you have a stronger chance of showing up into other people's feeds without them even following you, without them having to search hashtags or anything like that. So just put yourself in a position to be found because you never know what possibility and what business or what networking connection could come from it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I said, this is all about optimizing because we want to make the most of all these little small things. And the beauty of your bio is... One, it's not something that you're having to change every single day. It's not like you're having to post all the time. It's you can set it up and it kind of runs for you. It's, you know, it's allowing you to get found. On the kind of the flip side of that is I don't want you to think any of this is permanent too. So if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I need to go in and change my my name field, that title line to have more of the keywords, but I'm not really sure what the best ones are, just put something in there and kind of let it work for a little while and then look at what other people are doing. You can always go and adjust it. Now, I know that like with the title line, obviously with your handle, you can only change that so often. The title line, you can only change, I think, twice in a 14-day period. So, But again, it's not permanent. And so you can always be tweaking and adjusting and changing up how you're kind of wording things. Or if you niche down even more, you can go in and add in those keywords. So don't feel like this is like one of those things where it's like, oh my gosh, I have to like overanalyze all of this. Just get something in there, make sure it's, you know, optimized like we're going to go through today. And then you can always go back and make little small changes. And I I want to just uh, emphasize a a part that, that you were talking about. You can only change it twice every 14 days. So double check to make sure you didn't misspell something, double check to make sure (laughs) that it is, you know, everything is correct in there in your name field when you are updating it, because you don't want to be stuck with, uh, you know, a misspelled name or some, you know, weird thing that you didn't mean to put in there. And uh, you can't just kind of throw things in there and see how they look. So be strategic with it and and be mindful as you are making these updates. I do want to say too, Kendra, one thing that you brought up when you started talking about why we're talking about bios, and girl, I'll be honest, I haven't looked at your regular feed in quite some time, but uh, that doesn't mean that I don't still love you, but I already know you. I already like you. I already trust you. There's no reason for me to just to head on over to your main grid. I see you show up in my feed because you are one of my favorites, but I mean, I see you show up in my feed and I like and engage with your posts from there. It's the people that are coming to your content from the very, from, from, from the feed. So they've seen your reel. Now, we always talk about like going viral is not a business strategy, but you do want to be doing reels because it is that wide net for reach. If you're creating reels and you're, you haven't looked at your Instagram bio recently and you're saying, oh, well, I had this post that had 6,000 views and nobody followed me. Well, let's take a look at your bio because it 
clearly there's some disconnect between what they saw in that reel and what your bio is saying. It didn't say, hey, this is, uh, this is what I do, who I serve, why you want to work with me, and what to do next. So those are four things that every Instagram bio should have. And it's a lot to get out in only 150 characters. And now a quick break to hear from some of our sponsors. Are you ready to feel expansive, be bold, and live more abundantly as an elite master coach? The Abundance Now Summit is a three-day global event hosted by elite and master coaches from around the world. With inspiring talks, panels, workshops, and more, this summit will equip you with the tools you need to turbocharge your business. On day one, you'll discover science and psychology behind the abundant living so that you can know what's going on in your brain, mind, and body when you choose to level up. On day two, you'll learn powerful and new coaching techniques you can use to create abundant breakthroughs in your clients' lives. And finally, on day three, you'll apply practical strategies that will help you land clients, get visible, and build your seven-figure coaching practice. Register now at AbundanceNowSummit.com. Now, let's get back to today's episode. Yeah. And before we get to, I want to pause really quickly and kind of back up because we skipped over one piece that I want to touch on before we get to the actual like text of the bio. And that is your profile photo. Because a lot of times I see people hiding behind a logo and people don't connect with logos, guys. People connect with a face. They connect with a person. And even if you are someone who has a team of people I always recommend having a face to go with the brand. And you you look at this, you see this in marketing all the time. I mean, you think about all the commercials that you watch. Uh, insurance companies are great at this because insurance companies, again, they're it's progressive. It's Geico, it's State Farm, it's Farmers. They're just logos, but they have gone and they have created a face. When I say Geico, you immediately think of the Geico gecko. When I say progressive, you think of flow from progressive. Like these, like, you you know, the mayhem guy, I couldn't remember which one he was with, but they've put a face to the brand so that you have somebody to connect with. And that's exactly what you're doing with your profile photo is you are giving people a face to connect with. And if that picture is a logo you're probably less likely to get someone to follow you. But if that picture is a picture of a of you as the, the person behind the brand, and it's you that they can connect with, it's you close up, it's you, you know, not a pretty landscape, it's not like, a you know, a mountain scene where you're teeny tiny in the photo because those little circles are small on people's phones. They're not, you know, these giant photos, they're tiny. So you need to make it, a face and a photo that people connect with and not just the beautiful logo you paid someone to create for you, put that somewhere else. But it doesn't need to be, in my opinion, in your profile photo. And this, I just want to share a quick story here because I, in addition, you know, I had my my company name, next.step.social, and I had a great logo. Everything in the feed was on brand. I had some amazing graphics that I made, um, some de- decent stock imagery, but, you know, I was like, gosh, nobody's following me. Instagram doesn't work for my business. That's what I said. And I 
and I, I work with social media. And I was like, oh, I just don't know what to say on Instagram. No, it just doesn't work for me. I have way more luck on LinkedIn. Well, why did I have more luck on LinkedIn? Well, it's because I had a picture of my face. I was showing up, sh- you know, sharing pictures of my workspace, talking about what I was working on. Why I wasn't doing that over on Instagram, I don't know, because I had the URL and the handle uh, as my business. I was like, well, I, you know, I can't really showcase, you know, so-and-so. They, they don't work in the same state as me. I can't really showcase Nikki. You know, she's coming in only a couple of days. I mean, so a lot of the things I was like, I just can't do it on Instagram. But then when I was like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and just change my profile picture to, from my logo to my face. I'll try and kind of change up, get rid of the stock imagery, and I'll just get some professional photography taken. My goodness, I got to tell you, things change for my business on Instagram. It, it's now one of my best tools for my business, for, for marketing. Instagram is. I also have changed my my handle and stuff since then. But when I changed it from my logo to my face, everything changed because people felt like they were doing business with me. They were doing business with somebody that they could easily see, know, like, and trust. And as much as I would like to think that the Next Step Social logo um, is as recognizable of a logo as, I don't know, like Nike or something, it's not. It's not yet. Um, <laughs> but this is how I know we share our brain because I was literally about to say, I hate to break it to you, but you're not I'm Nike. Not, I'm not <laughs> Nike. And so no one's going to be like, oh, I, I recognize those little staircase logos. I'm totally going to do business and, and engage with those posts. That stock imagery speaks to me. No, 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 no. People, I, I mean, like, you have to be willing to step in front of the camera. You have to be willing to uh, give your business a voice. And if you're saying, I don't know if that if I really want to, to be the voice of my business, find somebody in your business that can be. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend that owned like a little online boutique and she was adamant. She did not want her face to be the face of the brand. And she didn't want to be in the photos, wearing the clothes. She just, she was not someone, she was not on social media personally. And I had to finally tell her, I was like, look, if, if, if it's not you, then you need to find someone who is going to be the face, whether it, you know, like one person who is like the model for all your clothes like your ideal type person, they're the face, like that has to be it. And she chose not to do that. She kept it just as a logo and very kind of like, here's the wall I've put up between me and my business. And it showed. And I mean, sadly, her business no longer exists because she was not willing to really kind of put herself into it. And it was all very generic and very kind of, she was using stock images. She was using like nothing was relatable and that was really hard for people to connect with. And as much as like, it sounds cheesy that it's like, it's just a logo inside of a little circle on my Instagram. I get that. But that is one barrier that you are putting up between you and your audience. And the fewer barriers that you have, the more likely they are to be like, yes, this is someone I want to connect with. And you got to think too, like that little circle is what shows up in your stories. And so when you open up your Instagram app, I know for me, one of the first things I do is I go through those stories. And when I come to one that's like a logo, I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? Oh yeah, that's that like random clothing company I follow. Um, skip through that. I don't care about that. But it's the ones where I'm seeing someone like Katie stories or other people that I follow where I'm like, I want to see their face. I want to see them as a person. I don't just want to see like these pre-done 
you know, video clips or story templates they've created that are beautiful and they're great. But I, like you said, no one ever says, oh my gosh, that resonated. Like that stock image spoke to me. <laughs> like that doesn't happen. <laughs> like that does not happen. So I know that was kind of a little bit on like a tangent there, but it's obviously we feel very passionate about this and it's so important. And I've seen the change in my growth on Instagram. You've seen it on yours, Katie. We both are like testaments to the fact that when you start putting a face to the brand and you are connecting with your audience on a personal level, that doesn't mean you have to share every detail of your life. But again, they have someone to connect with. That's when the real growth starts to happen. And and so, depending on where yeah. you're at with your business, I think that too, you know, like let's say you you have a hundred people working for you and you do have a logo, you know, figure out a way for your business to have a face that goes along with it. I mean, I'm just gonna go a little bit along down this rabbit hole a little bit more here because with uh like you see those billboards for lawyers, you know, um, and it has the two main lawyers that, you know are in charge of the law firm. They got a whole lot of other people other than just the two of them that work for them and, and are able to make sure that their, their company goes. Like when you see those billboards, it's no different. Your, your Instagram is a billboard for your company. So take the two people that are going to be the, the face of your business, put them out there and really try to, to take it and, and make it personal because people want to buy from people that they they know, like, and trust. Exactly. And again, it's if you pay attention to commercials everywhere, it's why places like Subway put celebrities in their ads because they need you to connect with somebody because you're not connecting with the photo of the sandwich and the meatballs with steam coming off of them. Like that's not, I mean, it may make you hungry, but you're not going to remember that for very long. So we, we see this being done everywhere in marketing. So this is not something that Katie and I are just like, this is our like random marketing idea. It's happening every single place that you look. And so it's one of those things where like, once you see it, you can't unsee it and you're going to start noticing it in other places. It's it's actually kind of fun. I like seeing those things, but that's just like the marketing nerd in me <laughs> recognizing well, those. All right. So Kendra, I feel like this has been a a wealth of knowledge and uh, people can kind of take what they're already doing and take a look at your URL, take a look at your name field, uh, take a look at your, your profile picture. And I think that we should, in next week's episode, we should do a deep dive into how to really optimize those 150 characters because that's not very, not very many characters for you to get a lot of information out and, um, and they're very important because as we said at the beginning of this episode, we should, that, that's, that's how people decide they want to follow you or not. That's how people decide they want to do business with you or not. And if you haven't looked at your bio recently, it's about time that you do. So I think we should take this and put it into our next Business Besties episode, a deep dive on how to optimize those 150 characters. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Awesome. Well, with that being said, hopefully you have gotten some great ideas to look at your, I mean, and this is what we were talking about with, with Instagram. It's the same thing over on, on LinkedIn. I mean, if you haven't been on LinkedIn recently and you're, it's, uh, it's not your, your pay, your, your picture, it's, uh, your, your page picture. If you haven't looked at, you know, what the, uh, if, if you still, you know, like have LinkedIn dot, uh, com slash in slash, Katie Dash Brinkley Lash one seven two 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 six. 
If you haven't optimized that URL on LinkedIn, you should go and optimize that because people are searching for you. Um, and if they see a whole string of numbers, it's going to be a lot harder for them to find you. Uh, same thing on Facebook. Those are th- things that are platform agnostic, regardless of your social media platform of choice. You should look at what you have and make sure that it is searchable and and easy to say so that you when you are out at events, if you are speaking on podcasts, if you're making connections, you can say, yeah, just connect with me on LinkedIn. You know, you can find me at Katie Brinkley. Exactly. So, all right. So guys, do your homework this week from this episode then is to go and check on your Instagram handle, that name field, that title line, and your profile photo. Get those optimized and then come back and listen to our next episode coming up. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast, Girl Means Business, Katie's podcast, uh, Rocky Mountain Marketing, the Girl Means Business podcast when it has its own feed up and ready to go. And then that way you'll make sure that when our... Sorry. Oh my gosh. What did the I say? The Girl Meets Business podcast when it has its own feed. You oh my got gosh. Your own feed. You're like top 25% <laughs> globally, girl. You got your own feed. <laughs> uh, maybe I need some lunch. I'm like, large, large, my head large. is not working. Yes. The Business Besties feed. So sorry. Um, make sure you subscribe there so that when the next episode comes out, it will be in your podcast player wherever you're listening to us at and you won't miss out when we go into the next part of optimizing your bio. So everyone have a wonderful day. We're going to enjoy our time here in Steamboat and we will be talking to y'all soon. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.